Good morning, and thank you so much for uh, being here today and taking an interest in this uh, substantial uh, American concern. I want to introduce someone else here today, a friend of mine, Sean Parnell, retired U.S. Army captain. Um, he was with the 10th Mountain Division, 287th. His unit was in Afghanistan for 485 continuous days of combat. It took about 80% casualties, which I understand is the most of any unit probably since the Civil War. Um, he wrote a book about it called Outlaw Platoon, Heroes, Renegades, Infidels, and the Brotherhood of War in Afghanistan. And if you want to understand about issues of uh, what it's like if you've not served, even if you have served, to see his insights, I highly recommend his bestseller book to you, Outlaw Platoon. Thank you so much for being here today, Sean. Thank you. Uh, let me also then talk a little bit about uh, a couple concerns to set this off, but we really want to hear today also from uh, Sam Bees and Jeff McDowell. But in my work at Walter Reed, where I work on a PTSD-TBI unit, it is uh, an area where certainly Americans are concerned about PTSD and what this is all about. But we have to remember a number of very important things about this. First of all, let's look at why people join the military. They use it because they want to serve their country, many motivated after 9-11. They do it to build themselves up in terms of personal fitness, give themselves a uh, direction in life, uh, a change for the better, uh, perhaps they heard that distant bugle call them to service, but uh, also to learn other things about jobs and to, uh, to leave their problems behind at times. But with those aspects, having served in the military, all will become, in one way or another, better, faster, stronger, and it will give their life a fuller meaning. Uh, when you are facing dangers and risks, that is the strength you can take out of that. And the vast majority of people who serve that's what comes out of that. And so it is always important for those of you involved in employment or with your business to understand that, that in hiring a veteran, uh, you get someone who really has going to contribute a lot to teamwork. But also an aspect of that, they learn that they can push themselves farther, faster, harder, and stronger than they ever believed possible. Even when it might be someone like a gunny sergeant uh, chewing them out uh, in the face, or when you're in officer school, you don't have that. We just had some other chiefs yelling us all day. It's kind of nice to be there and outrank your uh, trainer by several levels, but still have them remind you of uh, how to do the best push-up in the beach as they have it down there. <clears throat> it's amazing what you can do with your feet on the sand and your hands in the water, cold water. Uh, and, it, and it teaches you real quick to do it the first time right. But what we're also concerned about here is what we can do to turn around uh, aspects of PTSD. Just let me leave you with this brief part here. In addition to my work at Walter Reed, the last couple summers I've had an opportunity to do my active duty training time at Navy Special Warfare Coronado with the SEAL teams. And whereas much of my work is helping people move from here to more um, uh, normal function and, and adaptive functioning, the SEALs are out here and they want to move farther out in terms of pushing themselves even farther than any of us can imagine. And what they do, it is not just a matter of their fitness that leaves them with such a very, very low PTSD rate, but it's the mental fitness they practice. And these are the four principles that they really push. And that is always set a goal, set your target, understand where you're going to go, and keep that target in mind, refine it, and build on it constantly. Second thing is you have to be going through mental rehearsal. A lot of us will remember our failures in our day, our frustrations. We tell the stories of people who annoyed us during the day. We keep ourselves going with that. We play that videotape over and over and over and over again until we actually imprint on our own brains 
and if we've been through trauma, this is what actually happens too. And those animal portions of our brain, our central brain, our amygdala, uh, we'll, we'll keep that in there. And that is the core of what happens so often with PTSD. The trauma and terror gets imprinted in those parts of the brain. But you can also change that and do mental rehearsal on another level. And much of what happens in our work with people who have uh, been through uh, combat stress, whether it is that campfire discussion in the debriefing after the battle, or it's something that takes place years later. It's the mental rehearsal of the positive aspects, to go through it and to understand the successes and the positive things you've taken from that. The third step is also the self-talk. We uh, can engage in a lot of pretty nasty self-talk and convince ourselves of failure. But when you hear SEAL teams and others, it's written above uh, the doorway in one part of Coronado, the only easy day was yesterday. Or you may have seen sometimes on t-shirts, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Or the, sta the statement of, do you know how they, tr uh, how they stress test steel? They put it under lots of fire and it gets stronger. Pain is weakness leaving the body. I can, I will, I do, I did. And uh, my favorite saying from Yoda, there is no try, just do or do not. <laughs> Even Yoda has, you know, you have to learn from the Jedi now. <laughs> but it's practicing this with positive self-talk that is also key to help people overcome uh, these problems. And that fourth aspect is what they call arousal control, and that is getting very good understanding your heart rate, your respiration, those things in your autonomic system that can uh, send you into the fight, flight, or fright uh, phenomena, or freeze, I should say, uh, phenomena. And when someone is caught up more in the freeze or the fright, it can impair their functioning. But whatever we do as a nation, uh, the encouragement we give to our veterans and the work that's done to help them at uh, Walter Reed and other hospitals is key for them. We'll hear some stories about this today in terms of strength that can come from those elements too. So I thank you for being here. Uh, there is a lot of success happening in this area of, of dealing with PTSD. You're going to hear some, from some great people on this today. But now let me